The Lord of glory be with you. The Lord bless you. Hi, my name is Joshua and I am the curate at St John's Church in Gaul and we are delighted to be leading this Palm Sunday service where we remember Jesus entering Jerusalem and the lead up to the week of his death on the cross and his resurrection from the dead. Where we remember that he enters triumphantly to the worship of the onlookers and we will now worship him now as we sing his praises. So we will have our first song of worship now. John 1 9 explains that when we confess our sins our heavenly father is faithful and just and he will forgive and purify us from our sins so let us confess our sins together now Lord God we have sinned against you we have done evil in your sight we are sorry and repent have mercy on us according to your love. Wash away our wrongdoing and cleanse us from our sin. Renew a right spirit within us and restore us to the joy of your salvation. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.
May the Father of all mercies cleanse you from your sins and restore you in his image to the praise and glory of his name through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. True and humble King, hailed by the crowd as Messiah, grant us the faith to know you and love you, that we may be found beside you on the way of the cross, which is the path of glory. In Jesus' name, Amen. So what's your name and where do you live? So I'm Jackie, Jackie Crawford, um, at Wazonia. Um, I have always come from Gola, but I was born and bred in Gola. Um, I actually grew up in the house across the road. Wow. So I've kind of come full circle in my 59 years. So, um, yeah. Oh, brilliant. And um, what do you love about your town, about Gaul, and about maybe where we are now, uh, your job? I think um, certainly Gaul for me is um, about the people. It's about family and it's about community. Um, I've lived all over the place. I've lived in Australia, I've lived in the Highlands, Scotland. I've always, I came back to school when I was 38 years old, so I left when I was 17, came back at 38. And I, and I, I think, you know, people will say to me, why did you come back to school when you lived in such a nice place like Australia? And, and really, it's, it's not about the place, it's about the people. And it's that sense of belonging. And there's a real, real strong sense of belonging within the people of Gull. Uh, and particularly in Ogle, where yep. we are at the moment. Um, very, very strong sense of, of belonging. Um, and as the Chief Executive Officer of, of the Moreland Community Charity, which is based in Ogle, um, I, I get to work with the most fantastic people. Um, We've got a great bunch of uh, local people that work in this organisation, very, very committed uh, because they are part of this community and they want to see this community grow and flourish the same as, as we all do. Um, and it's just that, that, that history, the, the knowledge of where people have come from, where, which family they've come from, you know, the background of some uh, maybe the happy times in their lives, but also some of the tragedies in their life, and, and what's brought them to us in the first place. Having that knowledge and that background um, is extremely useful, it's really is. Wow. And what, uh, what's kind of one opportunity and a challenge for you, kind of in your role or in just living in Gaul? Um, I think the opportunity, as I say, is about uh, that being part of the community, you know everybody, um, and that's certainly an advantage. And actually knowing people in different spheres as well, not just the community, but knowing the professionals as well. So knowing your GPs, knowing uh, you know the social prescribers or uh, adult services, the social workers and everything. And, and particularly the police as well. Um, we have a fantastic relationship with the police. So it's not just about the people in the community, but the people also supporting the community, which is really beneficial. Um, I think one of the challenges is being uh, a, a small charity. And um, 
you know, keeping that funding going um, is is a real struggle at times. Um, but luckily, we've been, we've been very successful in recent years. So um, let's hope it continues. Brilliant. And um, how does your faith in Jesus encourage you in in your job? I think my faith has been very important throughout my life. I've been, uh, you know, I've started volunteering when I was 15 um, because I had that real sense of wanting to give back to people. Um, and, I, and I think that comes from my faith in terms of, I probably didn't know it then, but it was the formation of mis missionary work. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that, that you know, I can be a disciple out in the community, um, certainly as a nurse and then as a social worker and now working in the job that I work in. All of that sense of wanting to um, empower people, support them, heal them, um, is, is, uh, is being like a passion of mine throughout my life. And I think my faith um, in believing that, that I was put here to do something like that, to be that avenue, that vessel to empower people. Uh, and my faith has really supported me in that. And particularly in prayer, um, because I do find that um, when I when I pray, you know, constantly for for <clears throat> you know miracles to happen, uh, you know, quite often they do happen, <laughs> and, and and you know I, I, I thank God for that. But um, He's been there in a t in the time of person's troubles, and uh, and has been able to see that and um, you know give that person opportunities uh, for his, his love. Thank you so much, Jackie. We are going to have our second song of worship now. It's a song by Johnny Patton, and he wrote this with the people of Gaul in mind to show the difference that following Jesus makes to our lives. Give love, forgiveness, healing in the home is strength I've never known. In you, life has meaning, a future and a hope. Oh Lord, you walk with me by the cross. By the cross I'm forgiven By your death and in your life I am free I'm no longer in shame For you conquered the grave I am yours I am yours Oh Lord, you walk with me 
the cross, by the cross I'm forgiven By your death and in your life I am free I'm no longer in shame For you conquered the grave I am yours I am yours No longer death But Christ in me Not bound by sin is going to be brought to us now from some children from our church and also from Boothbury School in Gaul. Our reading is from the book of Luke chapter 9 verses 28 to 40. After telling this story, Jesus went on towards Jerusalem, walking ahead of his disciples. As he came to the towns of Bethpage and Bethany on the Mount of Olives, he sent two disciples ahead. Going to the village of there, he told them, As you enter it, you will see a donkey tied there, that no one ever had done. Untie it and bring it here. Is anyone out? Why are you untying that cold? Just say, the Lord needs. So they went and found the colt just as Jesus had said. And sure enough, 
As they were untying it, the owners asked them, Why are you untying that colt? The disciples replied, The Lord needs it. So they brought the colt to Jesus, threw their garments over him to ride on. As he rode along, the crowd spread out their garments on the road ahead of him. When they reached the palace where the road started down the Mount of Olives, all of his followers began to shout and sing as they walked along, praising God for all the wonderful miracles they had seen. Bless him on the king, he come in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in highest heaven. But some of the Pharisees among the crowd said, Teacher, rebuke your followers for saying things like that. He replied, If they came quiet, the stones along the road would all burst into tears. A reading from the Psalms, Psalm 118, verses 1 and 2, and 19 to the end. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. Let Israel say, his love endures forever. Open for me the gates of the righteous. I will enter and give thanks to the Lord. This is the gate of the Lord, through which the righteous may enter. I will give you thanks, for you have answered me. You have become my salvation. The stone the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. The Lord has done this, and it is marvellous in our eyes. The Lord has done it this very day. Let us rejoice together and be glad. Lord, save us. Lord, grant us success. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. From the house of the Lord we bless you. The Lord is God, and he has made his light shine on us. With bows in hand, join in the festal procession up to the horns of the altar. You are my God, and I will praise you. You are my God, and I will exalt you. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. Hello, my name is Hannah Patton, and I want to add my welcome to that of Joshua. Welcome to St John's Church in Gaul. Before we look at God's word, let's take some time to pray. Father God, we thank you that you do speak to us through the Bible, and we pray that your Holy Spirit will be at work in our hearts and in our lives now. In Jesus' name, amen. One of the big questions that we face in our time is that of authority. Who has the authority? Who has the authority over countries? Who has the authority in my life to influence my decisions? We're worried, aren't we, because we see the news and we hear of world leaders who perhaps might feel as though they have their finger on the button. And suddenly, once again in history, what is happening in other countries affects us personally. Who has the authority over me, over our country, and in our world. We're going to look at the story of Jesus riding the donkey into Jerusalem. And as we've heard, we're following the version from Luke 
chapter 19. When we hear this story of Jesus on this donkey riding into Jerusalem, our first thoughts are often that Jesus is a humble king. We're reminded of passages in the Old Testament, such as Zechariah chapter 9, where the person riding the donkey is described as gentle. The donkey is not an animal of war. It's not a war horse. Jesus doesn't ride into Jerusalem in an aggressive way, followed by troops declaring war. He rides on an animal that shows him to be a peace bringer. He rides on an animal that shows him to be humble. At the beginning of the story in Luke's gospel, we hear a phrase repeated twice. It's when Jesus is giving his disciples the instructions to go and find this donkey. And he says to them, go and tell the owner, the Lord needs it. And so the disciples go. And once again, we hear that they use that phrase. They talk to the owner and they say, the Lord needs it. Luke is repeating that phrase, and that is probably to draw our attention to it. The Lord needs it. Why did the Lord need a donkey? Well, once again, we turn to the Old Testament and passages such as 1 Kings chapter 1 might help us. David makes Solomon king. And to show this, he puts Solomon on the king's mule. Even in the Old Testament, a donkey is used as a sign of royalty. Royals rode on donkeys. David put Solomon on the donkey to show that Solomon was going to be made king. Those watching Jesus that day, walking into Jerusalem on this donkey, a donkey that was covered with garments, would have known that story. They would have known the symbolism that here is a man processing into Jerusalem on a donkey. And that shows us that he is royalty. He is a king. Jesus is making a statement. He knows exactly what he's doing. He is saying something very powerful. And we know that he said in his, his own words that he needed that donkey. He needed to show that he was king, not just a humble king, but also a powerful king. So what sort of a king is Jesus? Well, in the story, we hear that the crowds are around him, shouting their praises, spreading their garments before him. He's a king of humanity. He's a king of the people. He came to be with the people, for the people. He is a king of humanity. Jesus is also the king of history. This is a story that's repeated from the Old Testament and brought into being again by Jesus. He is a king who continues the story of history, referring back to the events of his ancestors, but also looking forward to the future. He's the king of creation. We're told that 
when the Pharisees questioned Jesus about people praising him, he says to them, if these people didn't praise me, the stones of the road would cry out. All of creation praises Jesus because he is the king of creation. Through him, the world was created. He's the king of it all. And he's the king of heaven. The crowds, although they might not know what they're actually saying, use the words glory in the highest heaven. Jesus is the king of heaven. He's the king of humanity. He's the king of history. He's the king of creation. He's the king of heaven. All of these things show us that Jesus is not just a king riding into Jerusalem on a donkey. Jesus is the king. Jesus is the king. He's the king of all that is seen and unseen. Jesus moves towards Jerusalem and later on in Luke's gospel, we see him being crowned as king with a sign above him saying, this man is the king of the Jews. He's crowned on the cross, the king of all humility, giving up his life for the world and the king of all power, overcoming death, the final curse. That is our king. That is the king. And the message to us today is to recognize that as followers of Jesus, we believe and we follow the king of all authority. Jesus Christ has the ultimate authority in the world, in our lives, in the heavens, in all of creation. Jesus Christ is king of it all. And that is where we are called as his followers to put our confidence. When all the things around us make us feel like we're in turmoil, give us anxiety when we turn on the news, we are to remind ourselves again and again that Jesus is the one who has the ultimate authority because he is the King of Kings. He is the Lord of Lords. And that is where we put our confidence in him, in his authority, in our lives, in our country, and in our world. Let's pray. Father God, we pray that you would show us your authority, the authority of King Jesus, humble and powerful, who offers his life for us and who overcame death. That's our King. In Jesus' name, amen. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father, through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven, was incarnate from the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and was made man. 
For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day, he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy, Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. King of kings, majesty, God of heaven living in me, gentle Savior, closest friend, strong time of prayer now by some pupils from Riverside Special School in Gould. Thank you God for giving us food and clothes. Thank you for all the pets that keep us company. Help us to be happy and kind people. Thank you for our family and friends and help us to look after them. We pray for young people 
who from Ukraine and all over the world who are in dangerous places. We pray for people who have been affected by COVID. Show us how to be helpful to others and help us to be good to everyone we know. Amen. Our world. Dear God, thank you, God, for forests, animals and water and making this world full of life, peace and hope with wonderful new possibilities. Help us to look after endangered animals and stop them becoming extinct. Help us to be thankful for things like water, cops and plants and remind us to look after all the wonderful things on our planet. Thank you for making the world colourful and giving us bright skies in the morning relaxing seas and calm blowing winds. Thank you, God, for giving us love in our world. Amen. The Church. Dear Lord, thank you, God, for the Church. The Church teaches me about love and how to be kind. Thank you for all the big and welcoming church buildings around the world, places for praying and keeping us safe. Help us to pray each day to give and give food to, to the to drink, shelter to the homeless poor and unfortunate thank you for sacrificing yourself for us help us to be good good christians thank you for giving us love at easter time amen as our savior taught us so we pray our father in heaven hallowed be your name your kingdom come your will be done on earth as in heaven Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. I pray that you would know Jesus as your Messiah and Master that you would give him your all because he is worthy of all, and that he would lead you by his humility and power this day and every day. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you always. Amen.